1: everybody, and welcome to the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. yes, the Mexican, not afraid to be Americano, or as they say in the South, American, not afraid to be American. Uh, you are tuned in to the America's Web radio station. Got a lot to get to today, but the first thing I have got to say, uh, look, you guys hear me. I say it all the time. Uh, how disingenuous the Democrat Party is! They don't care about uh, your little box that they put you in. They put you in the brown box. They put you in a black box. They put you in the gay box, the transgender box, and whatever box they put you in, because they want to they they want to s- divide you from other Americans. They don't really care about those boxes. Uh, you know Pelosi. This is the example I want to give you. Pelosi, if you and you can look this up. On and on and on, she'll try and tell you that how, how much she loves the children. And of course, uh, she's all for the downtrodden and she's all for the, uh, the minority. It's not true. It couldn't be anything from the, further from the truth. Uh, Nancy Pelosi doesn't care about any of those things or any, any person really. She just wants votes and she wants power. That, that's what, I, I mean, there's so many examples out there. I, I Almost don't even know where to begin, but but something happened the other day in plain sight, in plain sight, and I can only uh, be so thankful that something like this happened. So I can show you because I can tell you over and over, and some of you sick of it, Democrats just won't believe me. You, you just think I make this stuff up. But you can go look and you can see on video clearly what Pelosi did the other day that gives you a prime example of how she could care less about the boxes that she puts you in and that was the other day when she was uh the the um I want to say inauguration but basically when they swear in a new congressperson uh new congressman congresswoman uh well Maya Flores Maya Flores was getting uh, sworn in the other day this is the young lady uh Mexican born in Mexico became a citizen of the United States and was just elected to the Congress uh the first mexican i believe mexican born person elected to the united states congress this is amazing now she was elected as a republican and that's a no-no the democrats don't like it washington doesn't like it the media doesn't like it all the people out there that say that uh they're all for groundbreaking women and they're for women setting uh uh records and they're they're for women breaking through the ceilings and things like that well that's only if you agree with their narrative uh, you see, Maya Flores is a Hispanic who votes Republican. She's a conservative, uh, and that's a no-no that the Democrats do not like. And so, let me tell you what happened the other day. So, so Maya Flores is in Washington. She's getting sworn in as Congress Congressman, Congresswoman. And what does Pelosi do? Pelosi is standing on stage, and Maya Flores has two children, and they're standing next to Pelosi. And Pelosi takes her. This is if you want to know how Pelosi really feels about Latinos, if you want to know how she really feels about the minority Hispanic, then take a look at this video. Because Pelosi is standing there, and she shoves this little girl off to the side a little bit. You see, this little girl got too close to Miss Pelosi. This little girl got too close to the to the woman of ultimate power. You see, this woman is used to brown people working for her. This Pelosi woman probably looked down and said, why is this brown child next to me? Shouldn't she be cleaning the garden? Shouldn't she be <laughs> loading my fridge with more uh, ice cream? I, 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 you can laugh at me, folks. And, and yeah, I, I'm, 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 making, I'm having a little fun with this, but I promise you in Pelosi's mind, a brown person belongs in her garden. A brown person belongs in her yard, not standing next to her on the stage of power. And you can watch, I am not making this up. Now, Pelosi doesn't doesn't push this child with force, but you can see the contempt that Pelosi has for this child getting close to her, too close to her. And Pelosi just shoves her aside a little bit with her elbow. Look, if you haven't seen this and you doubt me, just look it up. Go to DuckDuckGo and do a search, Pelosi Shoves shoves Child. Just do that. You might even find it on YouTube if they haven't taken it down yet. Just just go and do a search, Pelosi Shoves Child. Do that search, and you will see what I'm talking about. And that is a prime example. Trust me when I tell you that Nancy Pelosi (laughs) looks at brown people and their children and just expects them to be working in her garden, working in her yard, they don't belong next to her on the stage of power. And and I, I, I one day, you Democrats out there listening to me, and I know some of you are out there, and I, I know some of you are listening to me. You're going to see what and, – and you're going to have an epiphany one day, and you're going to realize that today's Democrat Party, led by Pelosi and AOC and Schumer and the rest of those bozos, you're going to understand that they aren't looking out for you One of these days, you're going to realize it. And when you do, oh, my goodness, how better your life can be, because when you detach yourself from government and look, I understand the federal government's not going anywhere, but the federal government needs to be small was never meant to be big. It was never meant to have so much influence on your day to day life. It was never meant for that. And when you can detach yourself from these power-hungry politicians, mostly Democrats, but yes, some of the establishment Republicans as well, when you can detach yourself from these people and realize that your life will be better served if you stop sending the same people to Washington year after year after year after year, one day the American people are going to realize that sending a, a a person, a politician to Washington for 20, 30, 40 and 50 plus years, they don't serve you anymore. They're in there for power. And that goes for just about every Democrat that's elected right now. And it goes for a whole lot of establishment Republicans that are elected right now, which is why you always hear me say on this show that we need to vote these people out of office. And it can't come too soon enough. Now. I want to replace these these career-long politicians. I want to replace them with some good, young, vibrant, conservative libertarians or, or or a conservatarian. Let's put it that way. That's what I want. I want young, vibrant people to go represent us who believe in freedom, who believe in liberty, who love the country, who love the United States, who want to put the U.S. first, who want to put the American citizen first. That's the kind of representatives you want. I want representatives who believe in the constitution. I want representatives to understand the (laughs) 10, the the bill of rights, the the, the, the 10 amendments in the bill of rights. Those are God given rights. The, the, those aren't up for discussion. They're not the, – they are absolute. I got news for Joe Biden. The First Amendment is absolute. The Second is absolute all the way on up to the 10. The Bill of Rights is there to stop the government from being oppressive. And 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 I, and I the sooner we get more uh, Americans to understand this, the better. So that that's how I want to – I'll get off that soapbox now. But that's what I wanted to start with. Look, you guys – I just can't, I, 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 I was so surprised, I, I couldn't help but laugh, but, but I was, but I was hurt as well. As a, as a Hispanic, I was kind of pushed back, taken back, and, and a little bit hurt when I saw what Pelosi did to that poor little brown girl. <laughs> because to Pelosi, it's just a little brown girl who shouldn't have been standing on that stage with her. I, I am telling you, the, the, the Democrat, these, today's Democrats, the, these far left progressives, they have nothing but contempt for the minority. If you aren't voting for them and bowing to them, they have no use for you. Just look at the way they're treating Clarence Thomas. Look, there were five other justices that that upheld the Constitution and sent uh, Roe Wade, sent the whole abortion issue back to the states where it belonged in the first place. Uh, I'm not going to get into a whole big discussion about abortions. Well, I'm kind of going to get into some of that, but, but not probably what you think. But this issue all the supreme court did was send it back to the states and and that's it i mean this is democracy in action you can't get any more democracy than 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 what's going on right now when the states when the people when an issue goes to the states for the people to vote on in those states that's democracy in action and i I, i'm just telling you this is something that everyone needs to pay attention to And, and one one day people Some of you Democrats out there are going to wake up and you're going to go, damn, Victor was right. (laughs) So um, but anyway, look, folks, I I just I I want you to look that up so you can see uh, how Pelosi treated that child. And I I am telling you, the Democrat Party has contempt for minorities. If you don't agree with them, they have contempt for you. And, And like I was saying, there were five other justices on the Supreme Court that sent the abortion issue back to states, not just Clarence Thomas. But who are they singling out? They're singling out the black guy the democrat party and some of these stupid celebrities out there are are pouncing on clarence thomas so who 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 who's the you know the democrats love to throw around the racist word well who's the racist here the democrat party was the party that was engaged in so much racism back in the 50s and 60s and and my goodness all the way up until today that's where in my opinion most of the the contempt for minorities lies is in the Democrat party. It it lied there in the 60s and it lies there now. And you can see it on display. A little, look, you may think a little thing like, like Pelosi using her elbow and pushing this child aside. You may think that's something small, but it's not. You've got to look at whose child that was. That was the child of Maya Flores, who was a newly elected congressman. And she's a Mexican born American citizen. And, and and you talk about breaking a ceiling. that's what she did and Pelosi couldn't even stand and allow her daughter to get next to her because oh my goodness, you're too close to the old white lady can't can't have that can't have that. I am I, telling you you've got to open your eyes folks. you've got to do it so all right listen before we we take our first break I let me set up what's what's coming today on the, the rest of my show. I, I've got to talk. About uh, what's going on uh, just because of of, of the the, look, the Supreme Court (laughs) they are the third branch of government they're not there to, to bend at the whims of the mob they're there to interpret the Constitution and if an item is before the Supreme Court that is not spelled out in the Constitution if it is not spelled out as an enumerated power of the federal government then it is the duty of the Supreme Court to send that issue to the states. That It can't be any more clear in the Constitution. Just go read the Tenth Amendment. If you need to be reminded and you need to, to fact check me, go read the Tenth Amendment. Learn it. Read it. Learn it. Understand it. If if there is an issue that is not spelled out in the Constitution and that is not an enumerated power for the federal government, it goes back to the states per the Tenth Amendment. That's how democracy works. The Supreme Court is not a legislative body. And don't you doubt me, folks. The Democrat Party wants the Supreme Court to be a legislative body. They want the Supreme Court to rubber stamp things that they cannot get passed in Congress. A today's Democrat Party views the Supreme Court as an arm of the Democrat Party. This is why they're losing their ever loving minds. And I'm going to get into some things. And, and, and I'm, I'm got, when we come out of this break, I'm going to ask some questions. I got two big questions to ask, and this needs to be the question, the, the question on everybody's mind. And then we'll get into a few more things, and uh, we'll, have, we'll, we'll, we'll get into a few topics, but but we're going to get into this when I come back. So, folks, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is the America's Web Radio Station. We'll be right back.
0: If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential.
1: Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and to the On Point with Victor show. So, I got some questions for you. I got a, got a couple of questions. What is it about children <laughs> that make the left so angry? Nah, I'm I'm, I'm not kidding. Uh, as 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 Joe Brandon would say, it's not a joke, not a joke. As as Joe Brandon would say, I'm serious here. What is it about kids, or or what is it about having kids? that makes the left so angry. Uh, And here's another question. Why is it that if a woman chooses to have a baby, if if she chooses to have... Now, let's face it. Abortion is not illegal. It wasn't illegal yesterday. It's not illegal today. And it's not illegal tomorrow. There are plenty of states in this country where you can have an abortion. If you really... I mean... Practically up to your delivery date, if you happen to want to get rid and kill that kid before it exits normally, uh, there are states, California, New York, uh, New Jersey, I think, uh, but there are states, probably Oregon, (laughs) probably Washington, there are states where you can go at any time, Any day, and you can have that abortion. In fact, let me tell you a dirty little secret that the media won't tell you, and then I'll get back to my questions. Let me tell you a dirty little secret. Do you realize that over the past few years, the number of abortion centers have been declining? They've been closing down? You probably haven't heard that. And and do you also realize that that abortions have actually been down? But the fact that abortion centers have been closing and you haven't been told that, you need to ask yourself why. Well, let me tell you why. Because I think, now I am not sure, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think 60% or so of abortions that happen today are done at home with a pill, an over-the-counter pill. So why aren't they talking about this? Why aren't the Democrats telling you that "Eh, nothing's changed here? Uh, First of all, The Supreme Court didn't make anything illegal. The Supreme Court merely said this is not a federal issue. The federal government cannot make illegal nor make this legal. This is a state issue, and they sent it to the states. They actually are promoting democracy because this issue has now gone to the states, and each state can put it to the vote of their people, and then they can make their own abortion laws. That's been going on anyway and anticipation of this. Look, they have known since the 70s that this Roe versus Wade was was a bad decision there was no foundation in the Constitution back in 73 it was uh, nine white dudes or six white dudes whoever the majority was maybe it was six white dudes at that time they're the they basically created a law that said abortions are legal. So they took democracy away from the states. And that's not the job of the, of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court cannot legislate. And, and you, you doubt me here, folks? Do you doubt me? Because if you do, why don't you go take a little memory search? Go on DuckDuckGo or even Google. Google may have it. But do a DuckDuckGo search and go look up, uh, RGB. Go look up Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Go look up what she said about Roe versus Wade. Ruth Bader Ginsburg said over and over and over that this Roe versus Wade was bad law and it will be overturned one day. She said that. She talked about it. Everybody knew it who, who paid attention to her. And all of you lefties out there and Democrats who love Ruth, well, why don't you go look it up? Because Ruth – said, there's no way Roe's going to stand. And then if you really want to get a a history lesson, go look up what Joe Biden voted for uh, back in, I believe, the early 80s. Joe Brandon Biden voted for an amendment to reverse Roe versus Wade. Go look it up. Go look it up. So you got to ask yourself what's going on today and why the Democrats acting the way they're doing and why are they such hypocrites? And then, how do they get away with it? Well, they get away with it because of the media. They get away with it because of their sycophants in the media. And it's a sad thing, and it's a sad day. But, uh, but, but you can go verify everything, I'm telling you. But RGB herself warned of w- what bad law this was. Now look, I'm not gonna have a discussion on this show w- whether abortion's right or wrong, or, and all that mess. That's, we're not gonna do that today. We're gonna strictly look at the Constitution. We're going to strictly look at what the justices did. Look, you do not want activists on the Supreme Court, and that's what you have with, uh, with uh, Sotomayor, with uh, Breyer, and with uh, Kagan. They are activists. They wrote a dissent uh, the other day on, on the Roe versus Wade. Their dissent writings had nothing to do with the Constitution. That shows you who the activists are. Where is the 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 justices who who voted to overturn Roe versus Wade Wade? They actually wrote and cited in the Constitution. They were very specific. You know, before you go burn down somebody's house or go burn down some innocent business, why don't you go read the decision? Go read it for yourself. Read the decision. It's quite clear. The Constitution was protected and democracy was protected. Where are all you Democrats out there screaming to the top of your lungs that the democracy is in peril because of a couple of bozos who went into the state capitol on January 6th? They didn't go in with arm armament. They didn't go in there with Molotov cocktails. Uh, did, did a couple of people break the law and do some stupid stuff? Yeah, but it was an assault on democracy. But what is an assault on democracy is when the Supreme Court does its job and the Democrats are out there ready to riot and burn, loot, and murder because they say democracy is dying. This is democracy, folks. When the people of every state get to vote – I don't know how many times I have to say this – but when the people of every state get to vote on an issue, that is democracy. When the Supreme Court just invents a law and, and tries to create legislation from the bench, that's not democracy. So what the Supreme Court has done is democracy. And so by going to the states and letting the states decide, I don't know, I, I, I am just flabbergasted by the response of, of well, I'm not really and I'm going to get into why I'm not, but I am flabbergasted by how some people I know are so up in arms about this decision uh, on, on you know five minutes ago they were telling me how important democracy was. And then after the Roe versus Wade, these, these same Democrat friends I have are telling, are, are telling me they don't want democracy. Which is it? Which is it? I, I mean you either don't have an understanding of what a republic is, which is what we are. But if we want to talk in terms of democracy, since you love using that word, democracy, then we'll use that word. So you can't be for democracy five minutes ago and then not be for democracy when it's actually happening. And and that's what I I I want my Democrat friends to understand because that's what that is what is at issue here. So let's get let's get to into what my questions that I ask. What is it about children that make the left so angry? What, what is it about a woman having a choice, making that choice? Now, now here when I'm here's what I'm saying: that abortion is not illegal anywhere. Supreme Court didn't did not deem a, abortion illegal. They sent it back to the states. And there are some states that will have all kinds of abortion, and there are other states that are going to have some limitations on it. You can move around and go wherever you want, or you can order the pill that most people do anyway. So it doesn't matter what state you're in. If you go and get the -the over-the-counter pill, which I believe 60 percent of abortions are done anyway at home, uh, then, then what has changed? Nothing. Nothing has changed. So what is it? What is it about if If a woman chooses to have the baby, why does that anger the left so much you 've got to ask yourself this you 've got look we 've had abortions in this country for years and years and years and years, and you don't see uh riots from the right you don 't see conservative people out there trying to burn down people 's homes because they chose somebody chose to have an abortion somewhere. but what are you seeing now? A woman who chooses to to keep a child or a woman who's out trying to get help because maybe she can't afford the medical bills. Maybe she can't afford uh, uh, all the things that happen with having a baby, but yet she goes to a a family clinic. And now those clinics for pregnancy help because look, folks, there are a lot, a lot. There's over 3,000 centers out there, health centers out there that help women who need advice or they need some uh, baby food or they need help on, on preparing for birth and all that stuff. And they do it for free. And those places are being bombed right now. Those places are being set on fire. Those places are being vandalized and they're being vandalized by the left. So what is it about a woman who... Cho- Look, the left, they, they tell you they're, they're, they're pro-choice. How can you say you're pro-choice when you want to damn near kill a woman if she doesn't choose to have the abortion so look I, I I'm throwing this out there because this is legitimate questions that everyone should be asking if you're out there screaming saying you're pro-choice but yet you can't understand if a woman decides to keep a kid or to keep a baby then hey knock yourself out that's your choice but to the left it's not a choice. You should just go and and get the abortion. I, it, it's amazing to me the, the the hypocrisy that comes from the left, and I'm amazed at how so many ill informed voters are, are out there. And and look, they're all on the left. They're all going to vote Democrat anyway. That's the other thing you got to understand. Uh, but anyway, so what is it about? What is it about this that 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 makes them so angry? So look, let me let me tell you. I'm going to tell you. So so listen close. Turn off your volumes. Um, let me tell you. First, you've got to understand this. The Democrat politicians, they're furious and, and angry and pissed off at the Roe versus Wade decision, but for an entirely different reason as their militant mobs. You know there are some Democrat voters out there who who truly think they've lost a choice I mean they're not smart obviously they're not going to get an abortion because they're not smart enough to know that there were nothing was made illegal from this decision but but maybe they for some reason they they think they don't have a choice anymore and 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 they're legitimately concerned but that's not the concern of the Democrat politician the Democrat politician let me understand let me clue you in on why they Are so upset. You see, the Dems don't really care about a woman's choice. They don't really care about pro choice. They care about having the issue. They want to have the issue to try and use it for their political advantage. That's it. That's it. You see, they're so, the Democrat elected officials today are very, very angry. And and they hate the Supreme Court right now. They want to disband. Some of them want to burn the Supreme Court down. Some of them, like <clears throat> Chief woo, 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 Nakahoma Warren, she wants to pack the court. Why do they want to do this? Why? Because the Supreme Court exercised democracy. They sent the issue back to the states. So now it's not a federal issue anymore. It's a state issue And that, my friends, is what pisses off the Democrat Party more than anything. You see what the Supreme Court has done by upholding the Constitution and practicing democracy by sending this decision back to the states. What they've done is they've removed it from the federal government pile and they've given it to the states. So now the Democrats – have one less issue to demagogue. They have one less issue to not really solve. They just want an issue to beat you over the head with because they can fire up the radical part of their base with this issue. But as soon as some time passes and people realize that nothing has changed, that democracy is in action, then this issue issue is not going to be an issue anymore for the election. This is why they don't – they want to – Continue to make people believe there's racism in this country because they need that issue, and they need they won't close the border because they need that issue. Well, they're they're really angry because one of their pet issues that they beat voters over the head with it's not their issue anymore, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why they're so pissed off. We will be right back.
0: Veteran-owned America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash americaswebradio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at And as always, thank you for listening. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live.
1: We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live.
0: Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station.
1: And welcome back, folks. This is The On Point with Victor's show. I am Victor Armanderas, the Mexican Not Afraid to Be American. You are listening to the America's Web Radio Station. Hey, look, folks, listen. If you want to get involved, uh, you can reach me at victor at com. You can reach me on Instagram, Radio Victor. You can find me on Facebook. Just Victor Armendariz, spell it correct, A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z, as in Zulu. Uh, You can – if you have a, uh, an idea for a show or if you think uh, you want to get involved with a show, then email uh, gm at americaswebradio.com. If you want to help out the On Point with Victor show, look, we can't do this for free. Um, we would love to have your help. You can become a patron to the On Point with Victor show. Just go to americaswebradio.com, find the On Point with Victor show, click on patron, and you can sign up. Uh, you can, you can be a patron with anything. Five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you want to send. And, uh, if you, if you reach the, uh, fifty dollar level, let's just say that, uh, we'll send you something. Uh, maybe I'll send you my, uh, a, a shirt like the one I have on, which I'm sorry folks. I am not on camera today, so you can't see it, but don't worry. I'll, maybe next week I'll wear it. Uh, but I have on my new, uh, Ron DeSantis top gov shirt and I, you know, I make no bones about it. I want Ron DeSantis to be the next president of these United States. Um, I'm not convinced that Trump's going to run again. Hey, if he does run, I've told you before, no one deserves re-election more than Donald Trump. And if he runs, uh, I'll support him. But I just, I'm still not convinced he's going to run. And if he doesn't, uh, I want Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis, I mean, this dude is just awesome. Uh, He's got a a shirt out, uh, his campaign team I'm Put this shirt out, and it's uh, it's on the front. It's a black shirt, and on the front it says "Top Gov," and it's got a and then a picture of uh, of, of DeSantis with the uh, Top Gun aviator glasses on. And on the right sleeve, it's got the American flag, and I it's, it's just a, it's it's awesome. So, uh, so maybe if, uh, you become a patron and you, you do a 30, 40, $50 level or more, uh, maybe I'll send you one of these shirts, uh, who knows, or, or we'll send you something. But, uh, but anyway, alright folks, I, I, let me get into this a little more. I, I, got some people asking, well, if I can explain a little more what I mean by, by the, why the Democrats that, that what they care about is they've lost an issue. Now let me explain this. Uh, look, there is a reason That Washington specifically elected Democrats, but also some elected establishment Republicans. There's a reason they don't want to fix the border. If they fix the border, which can be fixed immigration, the whole issue, the border issue, the immigration issue, it can be fixed. But the elected politicians, the Democrats, and the establishment Republicans, and when I mean establishment Republicans, I'm talking about, uh, Romney, I'm talking about Lindsey Gramnesty, I'm talking about, uh, give me another drink, McConnell, uh, I'm talking about, uh, the, the guy in Texas, Cornyn, uh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about a lot of these, unfortunately most of them, are, are, are many of them are establishment Republicans. There's a reason that they team up and play footsies with the Democrats and don't solve the, the issue of immigration. And that is, that is because the Republicans, the establishment Republicans, they love the cheap labor and they, they get together with the chambers of commerce and they, they want to put forth this cheap labor. The Democrats, they're looking to cultivate new voters. The Democrats are playing the long game. Folks, I tell you all the time, the Democrats play the long game. And what they're doing with Open Borders is they're sh- – they, look, the Democrats know. They know they're going to get shellacked in November. They know that they're most likely going to lose the White House in 2024. They know that they're going to go for possibly eight, possibly 12 years with not, without having the, the presidency. They know that the possibility of that is coming. That is why – that Biden is doing and the Democrats have opened the border because they're getting as many, many, many illegals over here as they can because the long game is to turn as many of these illegals into voters because the Democrats' game is, at least they think, that a majority of of these people who are allowed over the border will remember that it was Biden and the Democrats that allowed them over and they think they will have a new voting group for life just like what they've done to the black culture they they destroyed the black culture and made them dependent on the democrat vote and i and 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 i'm not afraid to say it and they're doing the same thing to the brown vote the hispanics they're trying to do the same thing but they're in for a rude awakening because there is a shift going on, ladies and gentlemen. I I have told you before I have an ear down on the uh, Hispanic uh, community, and they are moving to the GOP. The, in fact, in fact, there was a story out today that in in the past year, one million people have either changed or registered as a Republican voter. That is huge. It is monumental. And a lot of this is being driven by Hispanics moving to the GOP. Now, what the Republicans have to understand is just because Hispanics are moving and voting for you uh, this November and in and, and 2024 also doesn't mean they're going to stay with you. You've got to earn that vote and you've got to earn to keep it. But the Democrats are about to learn that the Hispanics aren't going to let them uh, make them dependent like they did – the the black culture, the Hispanics are going to put it. And, and, you know, a lot of blacks are moving. A lot of the uh, black voters are moving to the GOP as well. I think that's going to be a surprising number in November. And I think 2024 is going to be a surprising number when they see when you see how many black people vote GOP and when you see how many Hispanics. I think that there is a minority shift going on right now that really isn't being noticed it really isn't being noticed. And if it is being noticed, they're not reporting it because they don't want they don't want to to validate it. But I am telling you that's that's going on. So what I mean by these these why are the Democrats so angry about losing the issue of abortion? Well it's the same reason they don't want to lose the issue of immigration, it's the same reason they don't want to lose the issue of racism. You see, if if people growing up today right now and if if the next generation and the next generation and the next generation, if they realize that they can achieve whatever they want to achieve in this country, if they realize that, and if they realize that the color of their skin isn't going to determine where they are or or what they achieve but it's going to be their work ethic, it's going to be the fact that they're in the greatest country it's going to be the knowledge that you know, if I'm going down this path and somebody doesn't like me because my skin color, well big deal you're an idiot and they move on and and you choose another company or you choose another path. There's endless paths to choose in this country to succeed because we are the greatest country on the planet. We are the United States. We are the least racist country on the planet. And I'm sorry, folks, you can argue with me all you want, but we are the melting pot. And there's a reason the United States is the melting pot there. Look, millions and millions of people aren't bum rushing our border because we're a racist country do you think that people who are walking and risking their lives to go from panama to to nicaragua to guatemala through mexico to come here do you think they're doing that because they're going hey look how racist the united states is let's go there no they're not because the united states isn't racist are there a few pockets of of uh old-fashioned old farts around here may or maybe some people who just don't like you yeah yeah of course there are but that's not what rules the day here in this country that's not the majority it's not do i need to remind you that a guy by the name of barack hussein obama was elected not once but twice twice Do I need to remind you, if we were a racist country, do you ever think that a man by the name of Barack Hussein Obama could have got elected twice? No, it couldn't have happened. It would never have happened if this country was overwhelmingly racist. If this country was systemically racist, would they have voted for a guy by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, not once, but twice? And if there is systemic racism going on in the federal government, well, the Democrats have controlled way more of the federal government than the Republicans ever have. So if there's systemic racism, it ain't coming from the Republicans. It's coming from the majority-controlled Democrats. I, I mean I, this is so elementary, but unfortunately we allow the federal government to influence so much of our government schools that they're, they're rewriting history. And too many kids are being brought up in homes that are dependent on government. So they're told they need to be dependent on government. And at some point we have to break that. But all right, that's a whole nother issue. Let me get back to this. What I'm talking about with when you look at racism, the Democrats, do you imagine if the Democrats came out and said, hey, look, the color of your skin doesn't matter. Martin Luther King was right. Martin Luther King said and preached that we need to judge people on the basis of their character, not the color of their skin. Martin Luther King asked, judge my kids and, and my people on their character, not by the color of their skin. He was right. Do you think one Democrat today would say that? Do you think one Democrat today would, would, is going around quoting Martin Luther King? No, because they all want to judge you by this color of your skin. Today's Democrat Party makes all their decisions on the color of your skin. Or your sexual preference, apparently. So, uh, But but this is – imagine if the Democrat Party came out. What a better message it would be if the Democrat Party said, look, we have differences with the Republicans. We have differences with the conservatives. But we can all agree that this is the land of opportunity and that the color of your skin isn't going to stop you from succeeding. But the Democrats won't say that. They will never say that because they need the issue. Every two years, what do the Democrats do? They run around and call their opponents racist. My gosh, if a if a sitting Democrat is being primaried by another Democrat, they will call that Democrat a racist. They throw that term around. They bastardize the term racism so much that it doesn't even have a meaning anymore. But this is what I mean about they got to have the issue and they're never going to let the issue go away. So they will never... Ever, The Democrat Party will never say that there's not enough racism in this country to to prevent you from succeeding. They will never tell you that because they've got to convince you. Because listen to me, folks. Listen to me. You've heard me say this before. The only way an authoritarian-minded government elected official, Democrats, the only way they can gain more power is to divide you. The only way a government that is trying to become authoritarian, a government that is trying to usurp the Constitution based on freedom and liberty and get to socialism, the only way a government can do that is to divide its people. And the way you divide people is to convince half of them that the other half doesn't like them because of their skin color. And that's what the Democrat Party does. That's what today's Democrat Party is doing. That is why they'll, they'll, they're will they never going to let go of this, this racism. They want to teach generation after generation that they're stuck in some kind of racism uh, country, which is not true. And the same thing goes for immigration and open borders. The only difference with immigration is you've got established Republicans that are all too happy to play footsies with the Democrats and not solve the issue. Now, they have different reasons for not wanting to solve it. But they don't solve it because then you can't go every two years complaining about immigration if you fix it. And the same thing now that they did the same thing. Look, you can you can fact check me to the cows come home. They did the same thing with the abortion issue. As long as the federal government had their hands on abortion, then the Democrats could use it as as a tool. Every two years when voting came up, every anyone who was against the Democrat, you're a racist, you're anti-immigration, uh, and you're not pro-choice. They would beat you over the head with that. And it's the issue. It's the issue that they want to use to divide you so they can gain more power. They could care less about the health of women. They could care less about that. It is about the acquisition of power and the way you acquire power as a politician as you divide the populace. You divide, divide, divide. And we will be right back.
0: If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the Americas Broadcast
1: Network.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. More show. So, look, I know what some of you are thinking, and I know what some of you are saying. You're out there going, but Victor, but Victor, but Victor, this is going to energize the Democrat vote. This is going to energize people to vote in November. Uh, and and what I'm talking about is this issue of Roe versus Wade being overturned. I know many of you are out there and, and telling me, screaming probably at your devices as I speak, and you're, you're saying, but but Victor, but Victor, they're going to vote, and now the Republicans aren't going to win as big in November. Well, look, let me walk you back off that ledge. Listen, this isn't going to do anything. <laughs> it isn't going to do it. Any- now, if we were living in great times right now, if, if Donald Trump were president and we were kicking butt economically right now and we had a $1.50 to $2 gas and the shelves were plentiful – and there weren't uh, labor issues, and there weren't skyrocketing uh, prices at the grocery store, and you could go eat out, and you weren't paying double like you are now. If if, if all of that was going on, if there was abundance right now, and we weren't uh, at war with Russia, and we were just having a great hunky-dory time, and this happened, then I would say, yeah, you know what? Democrats would probably win on this issue. But that's not the case right now, ladies and gentlemen. People are struggling. People can't get in their car and drive where they want to drive because gas is too expensive. Gas is six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars a gallon across this country. That has an impact directly on voters' wallets. And when you get, when we get to November, if you think, there are people that are going to go into the polls and they're going to think, boy, I sure I sure would like to have an abortion. And um, boy, Roe versus Wade, And you think that's going to be on their minds. You're mistaken. And look, just trust me on this. Trust me. Now, do the Dem- do, do the Republicans need to let off the gas? No, the, the, the Republican, every candidate running for the Republican on the Republican ticket needs to run like they are behind Always, always, always. But what I am telling you when November comes around, that the American voter, they're going to be voting based on the gas prices. They're going to be voting on food shortages. They're going to be – because look, folks, food shortage is not over. The next shortage is coming. They're going to be voting on that. They're going to be voting on price increases. They're going to be voting on the fact that it costs double to get a gallon of milk. It costs – Double to get or more to get a loaf of bread. It's cost triple, quadruple more to get a steak so you can go grill it. I mean, folks, I was in Sam's the other day and the line to get a dollar piece of pizza and a dollar fifty hot dog was practically out the door. Why is that happening? Why? I'll tell you why. Because when it costs. Double, triple, quadruple to go get a burger. When it costs you 20 bucks to go to the drive-thru at Arby's, what are you going to do? You're going to go to Sam's and get your $1.50 hot dog. You're going to go to Costco and get your $1.52 pizza. This is going to be the issue in November. when When you can't go to a restaurant and enjoy it because there aren't enough waiters. There aren't enough truck drivers to deliver goods. There aren't a, there. There's shortages on shelves. There's gas prices through the wazoo. Diesel prices through the wazoo. When those things are, are happening and then you got a, 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 a dementia laden president who is trying his hardest to go to war with Russia, you've got these things going on. That's what people are going to vote for the people who are going to be energized by the roe versus Wade decision are people who were going to vote Democrat anyway anyway it will not have a bearing on November trust me when I tell you it will not have a bearing on November uh, now if I'm wrong I will admit to you that I'm wrong but I tell you I'm going to be right I know I'm going to be right it's just not going to have a bearing on November look we're, we're here, we are at the end of June. July is going to pass, August is going to pass, September is going to pass, and people are going to realize that in terms of abortion, nothing has changed. In fact, these blue states are going to go beyond themselves to make laws and put in their constitution the legality of abortion so they're going to be their own demise on this issue they're going to go forward and they're going to put laws on the books many of them have done it already but now this issue is going to be even more prevalent because these states are going to codify abortion and and if they do it in the state I don't care which way they go it's up to the people that's true democracy But what's going to happen is July is going to pass, August is going to pass, September is going to pass, and these more people and more and more people are going to realize nothing has changed. Nothing has changed to that issue. Abortion is not going to be illegal. There's going to be plenty of states that are going to offer it. Will there be some red states that restrict it? Of course there will. Look, folks, I've been hearing lately uh, Europe this, Europe that. Why don't you take the time to look up abortion laws in Europe? They're more strict than we are. Let's take France, for instance. In France, it is illegal to have an abortion after 14 weeks. The whole Dobbs case that just overturned Roe versus Wade was about 15 weeks. So who's got the stricter abortion laws? That would be Europe. That would be France. So before you continue to come to me and tell me Europe, 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 Why don't you go do some research? Because you sound like a fool. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Just go look. Start with France. Start with France. After 14 weeks, it's illegal to get abortion in France. Why aren't you protesting over there? Why aren't you up in arms? Why don't you go to France and go burn down their buildings? And this ridiculous uh, ongoing January 6th mess, this is ridiculous, folks. This is all the Democrats have. Is January 6th and Roe versus Wade, and they don't really have Roe versus Wade, and I just told you why. That's not going to be an issue for November, and January 6th won't be an issue for November, but they're going to try to make it an issue, but they just look silly. There are American families struggling. Look, let me tell you something. I just was in an Uber uh, Lyft ride today, and it it was an African-American black guy was driving. And, and he told, I mean, this guy wasn't the most educated guy, but he was working his tail off to make money driving for Lyft. And, and he told me this. And he, and he told me he can't believe some of the things that are going on. And, and this is what I'm telling. This is what the Democrats, I don't think they see coming. And why is this guy making the, the comments he was making? Because when he stops to put gas in his car, it's damn near killing him. He's out there driving and picking up as many people as he can so he can go home to his two daughters and his wife and he can put food on the table. But he doesn't make as much profit now driving because every time he stops to put gas in his car, it is costing him five dollars or more a gallon. That black guy isn't voting Democrat in November. He's voted Democrat all his life, but he isn't going to do it in November. He doesn't care about January 6th hearings. He doesn't care about Roe versus Wade. He cares about the cost of gas and how much money it's taking off of his family budget. That is what's going on right now. And that's going on. That is the ground. That's the ground level. There are many American people struggling and they don't give a darn about what CNN or MSNBC or any of these people are saying about January 6th or about Roe versus Wade. They don't care. Trust me, folks. I see it. I, 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 get, I, I have to travel a lot, ladies and gentlemen, and I have to take lifts and Ubers and, and talk to hotel staff. And I, I talk to these people all the time, airline staff. They aren't concerned about Roe versus Wade. They aren't concerned about January 6th. And the few that I come across that may be concerned about Roe versus Wade, they're uber left liberals. They're they're socialist wannabes and they're going to vote that way no matter what. But your middle of the road people, your people who aren't paying that much attention to politics, the people who don't really like politics, they are energized and they're going to vote against the party that's causing the high gas prices. And the party that is in power is the party that will get blamed. We've seen this over history. History always will show us history is always the best guiding light. In fact, the best guiding light forward is the light of the past. And if we would learn from history, we'd stop repeating it. But too many, too many, too many people out there, they just don't realize this. But I'm telling you, history shows. And you can just look at midterm after midterm. Uh, the midterm elections, they will blame the party in power. When you have, let's just like we had the election in 2020 and the Democrats took over, and then 2022 is a midterm election. When whatever goes bad between the presidential election and the next midterm, the midterm voters are going to put the blame on the party in power and the party in power right now. And and it's, it's the party who controls the presidency. But in this case for 2022, it's not just that the Democrats control the presidency. They also control the house and the Senate, the, and they control the bureaucracy in Washington. Democrats control everything right now, and the American voter is going to blame them for the gas prices, for the food shortages, for the labor shortage, for the truck driver shortage. They're bl- they're going to blame them for the food shortages, all of these things that are happening right now. I just trust me when I tell you. Now, listen. I want to I want to stress this point again. Just because. The country is getting fed up with the Democrats right now. Does not mean that you can sit on your ass. I almost said it. I almost said it. (laughs) I can say it on Internet radio, but I don't want to. I want this to be a family show. I want it to be clean. But as a Republican voter, an independent voter, a Libertarian voter who's who's going to vote for the Republican Party in November, you can't sit on your hands. You've got to make sure that you vote. You've got to make sure your family votes, your family, your friends vote. You've got to be out there speaking to people going, look, I don't like politics. I don't really like to engage in politics, but I don't like $5 plus gas per gallon, uh, $5 gallon. Well, you know what I'm saying? you, you got to get out there and engage and you got to let people know that you're you're not afraid to vote for the other party and let me tell you something if you're a Democrat out there and you and, and you you brought you've been raised thinking that the letter D is in is in your DNA that the, that the letter D in DNA stands for Democrats if you've been taught that all your life and you voted Democrat year after year after year and you're still complaining about the same problems then let me tell you how you get noticed you get noticed. And if, and you can stay in love with the Democrat Party. But if you want the Democrat Party to notice you and care about you, throw them out. Throw them out of office. Let them know that they can't blindly have your vote. They can no longer take advantage of your vote. You can vote for Republicans and put them in power and throw out these Democrats. And then if you don't like them, you can put the Democrats right back in power in two years. You, we we, the people have the power, not the politicians, not the politicians. This is what makes this country the greatest country on the planet. This is what I love about America so much because we, the people really do have so much power and, and, and look, and, and if you're, if you're to the right and you're on the other side and you're still hung up on 2020 and you're still hung up on election being stolen and all that, you've got to let that go. You've got to move forward. Because we still do have the power. And the power of turnout, I cannot stress this enough, the power of turnout will lead us to victory. The Democrats aren't smart enough. Trust me when I tell you this. They just aren't smart enough to take the election from us. We can win with turnout. Now, okay, folks, I've got to get out of here. Look, stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. It's coming up next. This has been awesome. I will see you next week. Goodbye.